There we go. We are started, boys. Alrighty. Welcome to the Modern Era Podcast. I'm your host, the Taiwan Prodigy. Our special guest today is Cup, my uh, my streaming partner for Twitch. You can check out the videos on both Twitch and YouTube at Taiwan underscore Prodigy. And then my co-host, Aaron Ballin. What's poppin'? So today we're going to be talking about a kind of a, a little bit of a different topic because you see all three of us are from different places. I'm from Taiwan, Aaron's from Chicago, and Jackson's from Florida. So we're going to, our, our start off topic is going to be, is going to kind of be the cultural differences and kind of, I guess, funny stories or even just interesting things you kind of experienced when each of you went to different, like different, different states or different countries or basically just what it's like with traveling and the cultural differences you'll see going anywhere in the world. All right, um, uh, Jackson, since you're our guest, do you, you want to start us off today? Yeah, kind of introduce yourself to everybody. What? Uh, all right. My name is Jackson Sintek. Uh, I go by Cup. I've you got to talk a little bit louder. What? Ta- talk to Yeah, introduce yourself, introduce what you do on gaming, Ex- maybe explain kind of what you do with me on uh, Twitch and stuff, and then just go into like what it was like for you, especially with like, because I mean, you've lived in both Florida and in Georgia. So you've had a lot of experience with traveling. And plus, you also do business, so you're used to traveling in between. The like, cultural differences, is that what we're talking about specifically? Yes, specifically, that's what we're cultural talking about. Um, I stream usually weekly, on a weekly basis with Aaron. Yep. Taiwan Prodigy over here. And um, I have lived in Georgia for quite a while, I think a few years. Basically. Since middle school, basically. And then all through high school, I lived in Tampa, which is in Florida. So, culturally, it's really more southern up in Georgia than it is in Florida. My grandparents used to tell me that, like, Florida is kind of like a melting pot. It's not really a southern state. Yeah. Meaning, like, it's just a bunch of, like, you know, everything. Yeah. It's like a diverse But, like, in Georgia, it's almost like there's a consistent theme. Yeah. As for in Florida, there's, like, high schools that have, like, all kinds of different diverse groups and then cliques and yeah i mean whatever you want to define it on like whether it's high school or colleges or just neighborhoods residentially yeah i would definitely say that that there's like a pattern difference yeah but that there's not really that big of a like culture shock i don't know what you would want to pin it on i don't want to go too deep into it i want to pass it on to somebody else well i mean it it can go in many directions like for me when i when i first moved to america my biggest culture shock was just everyone speaking one language mm-hmm. and it was a language that I spoke. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Then as, as I started to kind of get integrated into middle school and high school, when I started meet around the time I started meeting you, mm-hmm. I started seeing like the cultural situational things. Like, like in America, everything is more like, uh, it's, it's, it's basically a surplus in everything in America screams, get more, get more, go harder, go home. And Taiwan, it's a lot more like, Everything is based on you. You build, build, build mm-hmm. for the future. While in America, it's live in the moment, have fun, do things. Like it's it's a lot of cultural differences with the with like the elderly, with school systems, with how individuals function, what's socially accepted and what's not. Like in America, you would never give a fifteen year old an alcohol drink because they would be some some dumb fucking stupid things. But like overseas, everyone I knew would socially drink at fifteen, but there was no like house parties. It was very reserved. Like you would drink with your family, you would drink in business meetings, and you would do it very calmly, respectfully. There was you would never see people like wilding out in the in the business office, versus like in America, where I would I'd be watching like like seventeen year olds sneak a bottle out of their parents' basement or something, start throwing back shots at house parties, and next thing you know, the whole house is on fire. People are like punching each other, going crazy. 
And plus, also, a lot of, like, in Taiwan, everything's based on the whole aspect of uh, your your economic and your your um, political status. So it's like who you are as an individual is your identity. What How much money you have is your identity. What you represent and what you do is your identity. For me, I was kind of like an outcast in Taiwan because I was the I was the classic American gung-ho, let's go crazy, do fun, dumb shit, while most of my friends were the, like, hey, let's dress in really nice button-up shirts, go to extra math classes after school so we can further our education and get smarter, while I'm over here being a total, like, rebel and party-holic. But how about you, Aaron? What was it kind of like for you between Chicago and here? I think the biggest culture shock for me was just, like, I was telling Aaron's mom kind of before this, it was just, like, Everybody tries to, you know, everyone's really nice here, which is not a bad thing. But when you're coming from Chicago, where like, you don't keep your head down or anything, but you just like mind your own business. You just do you mind your own business because if you like talk stupid to somebody, you talk crazy to somebody, you just look at somebody the wrong way, like you're gonna get your shit rocked. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you're just gonna get your shit rocked. There's no questions or like anything or ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like you're gonna get your shit rocked if you look yeah. at somebody the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I still am very much that way still, I think. Like, that was the biggest shock for me is just, like, going to, you know, going to, like, a grocery store or going anywhere and having someone try and have a conversation with me, like, extended conversation with me. I'm like, dude. And not in a bad way, but it's just, like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm just here for this thing, and I'm trying to leave once I get said thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to make friends with you. I'm not trying to be your friend. Like, I'm just here for this thing. I came to the store. For what I came to the store for, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, that's just part of like living in a big city and just like keeping your head down because you will like find yourself in some <coughs> trouble if you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, but everybody calls it a dangerous city. I don't think that's true. I mean, if you want to look at like statistics and this and that, mm-hmm. sure. But at the end of the day, like it's not that bad if you just keep to yourself and like yeah. stay smart about it. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get hurt. I mean, I've lived there my whole life. I've never been shot mm-hmm. once or anything. Never had to shoot anybody. So. It's not that bad, you know what I mean? I it's really just the news. I wrap my head around that it, it could definitely be worse, you know, just keep your head down. It's not yeah. as bad as people say. I'm from Jacksonville, where is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, on the west side, that's like as hood as hood can get, I would believe. My dad was an officer, a uh, police officer downtown at like night shifts and stuff. But even like my grandparents, who I like spent most of my time growing up with, she lived like right in the ghetto Mm -hmm. and and growing up like i remember hearing like gunshots here and there yeah or like none of my friends were necessarily caucasian you would say yeah that's how yeah i I would agree it was like going to church but like everywhere else that i'd hear about people like hey have you ever been to jacksonville they'd be like and they make their comments yeah absolutely it's terrible it's yeah and that's right i would yeah exactly no it's so you understand where i'm coming from where like i get defensive yeah not that i gatekeep it because i want people to visit i want people Mm -hmm. to see it for themselves and experience it's a beautiful city i love chicago more than anything in the world you know yeah and so i want people to visit i want people to come check us out i want people to experience it for themselves (laughs) but i hate when people are just like oh what the fuck you're from chicago like you're probably an asshole. You're probably you're probably gonna shoot us. You you get probably like involved mm-hmm. in like gang shit. And I'm like, no, it's not like you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I get. Yeah. I wish I was joking. Like mm-hmm. it sounds funny, like saying it out loud, but mm-hmm. it is really what I get. Like, oh, have you ever been like shot? Have you ever been mm-hmm. like, no, dude. It's, <coughs> as long as you're smart crazy. about yourself, and you know, I grew up in a primarily like, you know, mixed town. Like half of my town growing yeah. up, my hometown in West Chicago was just like mainly hispanic a lot of like african-american people a lot of minority people you know Mm -hmm. where i'm from 
and, you know, being white, growing up in a white family like that, in a town like that is tough because, you know, you're not necessarily, like, like, included, you know what I mean? You're not necessarily, like, welcome, let's say, but, like, people are cool to you as long as you're cool with them, you know, type mm-hmm. of shit. So, exactly, you know what I mean? Not only that, but, like, I made friends with everyone. Growing up, all my friends were either black or Hispanic, you know what I mean? That's all my friends were, you know? So, I grew up with that mentality. You know, I come from a hometown that's, like, known for that. It's known for gangs, and it's known for drugs, and it's known for violence. You know, that's where I'm from. You know, there was a new murder every week. That's my hometown. Not the city of Chicago. That was, like, in the suburbs. You get what I'm saying? We were even judged by other suburbs. You get what I'm saying? Like, nicer suburbs in that county that were mm-hmm. like, it was a nicer county but my town specifically was the worst town in the county mm-hmm. you know so people would come to like a football game they'd come to a basketball game in our hometown and they'd be like oh i don't want to go over there i don't want to get shot i don't want to get jumped i don't want to oh, you know yeah. what i mean and i'm like dude the whole so i, I grew up yeah. you know thinking that oh my town sucks my town's this you know everybody hates us because we're from here like mm-hmm. and they did they kind of did they judged us based on where we were from even though we were like good kids, yeah. you know, you would never assume that because you'd only hear bad things mm-hmm. about our town. You'd only so that's how I feel about our city. You know what I mean? So even though my hometown was like that, and I can confirm that it was like that, um, it's total opposite for the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's there's so many neighborhoods. There's like over a hundred neighborhoods, and there's maybe three that are stereotypically bad. But all you ever hear about mm-hmm. are the bad neighborhoods in the news, in the world news, in national news. Yeah. You only hear about the bad things. You don't ever hear about the good things that we do in yeah. our city. You don't ever hear about the <clears throat> up-and-coming things that we've got going on, whether that's businesses or you know entrepreneurial opportunities or nonprofit organizations. You never hear about any of the good public things events, or public community. events. You know what I mean? You never hear about those things that we have going on, you know? Yeah. And before, I would really say, not to get off on a side thing, or like a, whatever, a tangent, yeah. um, I think before Kanye West, like, put Chicago on the map for a lot of people, because a lot of people, honestly, if you're being honest about it, not many people knew Chicago for what it was and what it could be before Kanye was, like, rapping about it and talking about it mm-hmm. in a non-violent way. Because you ever listen to his raps, he never talks about violence, he never talks about beating people up or shooting people up, which is what you would assume. Yeah. Because he's yeah. from Chicago, he's from the South Side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you would assume that he'd be rapping about that stuff because that was his daily life. Yeah. Being from the South Side, but that's not what he talks about. You know what I mean? He talks about putting Chicago on the map and how much that city means to him. And it really was, you know, before him, the only thing people knew about Chicago was violence and Michael Jordan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so after... Oh, from Chicago? No, he's from North Carolina, but he played for the Bulls. And he oh, made Chicago Bulls, like, yeah. the big yeah. franchise dynasty that they are yeah. today. But you get what I'm saying? So before him, that's all there was to Chicago. You know, tallest building in the world in the 80s, the pizza, Ferris Bueller, you know, all the John Hughes movie. That's what people knew. Mm-hmm. But then I think Kanye really put us on the map in terms of being a creative <laughs> powerhouse that the city is. In terms of just like people's creativity mm-hmm. you know being that people are from like more poverty stricken areas you know yeah. it really forces you to become more than you are you know what i mean it really forces you to want more for yourself than what you were brought up in you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you see so many people now from chicago really coming up because of the foundation that he laid for people from the city to kind of want more for themselves. And yeah. even, even if that meant not staying in Chicago, even if it meant moving somewhere else to better yourself or going somewhere else, still keeping that pride, you know, with mm-hmm. you, that spirit of the city with you so that you could do better, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And because he laid that groundwork down for so many people, you know, we got so many different artists, and not even just mm -hmm. musically, but you guys, you have guys like Virgil Abloh, who's in the fashion industry. You have guys like, you know, every, there's so many people, you know, that just came mm -hmm. up from his influence, putting Chicago on the map and making us known to the world mm -hmm. as a real place of creative, like, mm -hmm. passion. You know what I mean? Not mm -hmm. just what people see as us, see us as, you know, violence or crime or mm -hmm. gangs or drugs we can be more than that mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's that's what really means a lot to me is people that you know represent the sick the city and try to better themselves and put us on a national scale and say hey we're more than this yeah you know, we can be more than that and now here's here's a here's a we're going to go into another level of this and this i'm gonna start it off with a funny story so this the the next the next segment of what we're going to be talking about with the culture of difference is just funny incidents you've had that was because of culture shock or some mishaps. For me personally, when I first moved to Canton, Georgia, I was like, oh my God, it's nothing but trees and hillbillies. But I was like, you know what? I heard about Atlanta. Let's try going there. However, here's the one mistake I made going into Atlanta. Don't wear a bandana. Because, and hear me out, I didn't know that. I'm a <laughs> yeah, photographer, so I've, I've been wearing a bandana all my life. I used it to keep sweat out of my eyes. When my hair was, like, down on my shoulders, I used it to keep my hair back. But I made the mistake of walking into Vine City with a yellow bandana on. And I'm not, I'm not saying nothing about it. All I'm saying is that I walked in, and this was, this was the incident. I have my camera. I'm going around taking cool photos. I'm in shock. I'm like, wow, this is such a cool city, man. And the next thing I know, this dude comes flying out of this shop. Like, there's a shop right now. He comes flying. The first thing he did is he reaches his hand behind his back. He starts drawing. I can see it clearly a gun. It was like there's, there's no mistaking what he's going for. And he said, hey, little. And he's like started cussing at me. What gang you in? And I'm like, huh? He's like, you heard me, motherfucker. What gang you in? And I'm like, I'm a photographer, bro. I, and I'm like, here, want my business card. And I've literally, I've literally passed him the business card I pass out to people for this streaming podcast. I'm like, you can check me out. I do some photos. He whipped out his phone. He looked it up. He's like, shit's not bad. You got some cool shit. And then he just left me alone. But he's like, you need to take that bandana off, though. You're that is not something you want to be walking around here with. I'm like, thank you for letting me know. I'm so sorry. For me, that was like, it was, a, it was a funny funny incident. At first, it was scary as hell, but it was kind of like one of those culture shocks that there's just some things you do societally that's accepted and that's not. And that's not that's not specifically like a morality societal issue, but that's just one of those like how you dress and appearances mean a lot to people. Overseas in Taiwan, if, depending on what you wear, like if you're wearing a business suit, people look at you as an, as an influential financial figure in modern day life, and they treat you with a lot more respect. But even with people who wear, like for me, I'm a, I wear blue jeans or cargo shorts most of the time just because, I don't know, free clothes. Like, it's easiest to find these at thrift shops. And people, people kind of look at you differently depending on what you wear, how you dress, and how you act. So for me, it was kind of like one of those, I walk in, I'm like, oh, you know, I've made a mistake, learn from it, do something different next time. Just a funny little quick, uh, I guess, icebreaker for this topic. Jackson, do you have any funny stories but either in Georgia or, or in Florida, Tampa, Miami, all the different kind of places you've been that just, like, maybe when you've been clubbing and stuff, has there ever been, like, a funny culture stock story or something along those lines that kind of, like, rocked your world? Maybe when you first moved there or something, like, when you've become, like, right now Jackson's visiting me up here in Georgia, so is there something maybe from Georgia that, like, set you back that made you go, damn, I wonder what's going on there or something like that? I'm going to be honest, Aaron. Yeah. Nothing. Really? I I know. There's no real like no, culture shocks. No, I no. Yeah. I not that much. I I hate to say it. I mean, besides, besides growing up, not necessarily around a um Caucasian 
Like almost anything else. It's just like up until high school. Oh, high school was different. Well, yeah, well, high school well, what, was just like it was. Shit? It was more diverse. It was just like you know there were the cliques. Yeah. And the cliques weren't like all white or yeah. all like. But it didn't. It didn't matter at all. It was yeah. like really just random as random can be. Like, well, maybe, maybe didn't change the question. Maybe not. A, it a was more race motivated. Thing. The cliques were like different groups. Yeah. Growing up like in Jacksonville. Yeah. But when I got to high school, it didn't really matter more with race connected with the cliques whatsoever. Okay. It didn't matter at all. Well, then you scrapped it. Scrapped just, the and I was question. like, wow. So like, the yeah. Asians were like the best in band. Or like in math class, it was like, it it was like yeah. Well, the, it was just not like the movies and stuff. You know what I mean? No, you're changing. That's what the I'm question. trying to say. What about it, what about just not even funny like my own expectations? It's just how it was like displayed. Yeah. It's it's completely different. Everybody can be anything, is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Well then, hey, change the question then. What, is there any funny stories in high school, just living in a different state, that stood out to you that you just thought was funny as hell? Like, do you have any, any, any? What is it? What Land Lakes high school stories that like really just like rock your stocks that you want to yeah, share? You should pass it to your man Aaron over here. Oh, I got you. Okay, that's fine. No spotlight. How about you, buddy? Do you have any funny stories in Chicago that just kind of like rocked roll? Maybe like living with the fraternity or whatever you do. Oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, so I did kind of live at a. No, I didn't kind of. I did live at a fraternity last summer. Um, and I, nothing that really, so, I mean, nothing that really, I would say like shocked me, yeah. I would say not shocked in your stereotypical sense, right? Yeah. Like sh not shocked in the way that I wouldn't have expected shocked. Mm -hmm. Yes. But because I did expect it, but didn't expect it to be the way that it was. Do you get what I'm saying? So like yeah. they were really like abusing girls and shit like i didn't think that was gonna be like a real you know that what i mean no. yeah dude that's what what so you hear about it you hear about it in like that's movies and you hear about it on like mm -hmm. tv shows you know what i mean i know about so you hazing, think but like, like no no that's true too but you get what i'm saying like that shit i wasn't surprised by but you get what i'm saying i, I expected it but not the way in which it was yeah you know I, mean? I didn't expect it to be as bad as they made it out to be mm -hmm. in the movies and shows because you know, hear about it in movies and shows and it's like oh you know it's terrible, yeah. obviously. I'm not ever going to support course, stuff like that. But it's like, course. you never expect it to be right in your fucking face. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you get there, happen, and yeah. it's just plain, straight up, just like the most vile-ass shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys, bro? Yeah, really? we're the, wow. yeah, we're like the... And I'm not going to get into too many details, no, not to like no, get too please. graphic, or you know what I mean? Yeah, we do got some young ones. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I couldn't believe it, man. It was like just right in your face. It's, just right in your fucking face, man. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys, dude? What the mm -hmm. fuck? Would, would you recommend living in fraternities for people? Like, who are, like, thinking about going forward if, to college and whatnot? I mean, if it is what you want to do, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. But I would just say, like, just be more conscious, man, of the type of mm -hmm. stupid shit you're doing. You know what I mean? That shit will follow you around, and one day, you're going to fuck with, like, the wrong person. Yeah. And it's going to, like, you're going to end your own life. Like, not die, but, like, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're gonna get your shit rocked pretty bad. Mm -hmm. and I don't mean like physically. I mean like yeah. legally, yeah. criminally, you will get your shit rocked. Are you, you gonna know? be going back next semester to a fraternity? Or no, you... no, I never belonged to the fraternity. So the reason I lived there was because it was the cheapest place I could find, yeah. and they needed like a final person on their lease. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, like I don't mind. Yeah. Um, and in Chicago, frats are actually illegal. Like you can't operate a frat frat house. Mm -hmm. So the way they get around it in the city is they have to have one or two people 
that aren't officially in the frat living there so it doesn't count as a full-on frat house. Okay. And that's how they get around it. And that's you? And that was me, yeah, because I didn't... Dope. But I didn't know this. I just, wow. again, I just needed the cheapest place I could get. Right? Yeah. So wow. it was cheap for me, so I was like, yeah, I don't mind, you know, like they were willing to, you know, like kind of be cool about it and be like, yo... I wanted this specific room, like, in this specific apartment of the house. Because, yeah. you know, the house, you know, the way that it works in Chicago, it's like, they're houses, but they're divided up into floors. Mm-hmm. So, okay. like, each floor of the house is its own apartment, mm-hmm. but together it's a house. So, the way they got these guys were trying to do it was, previously, the tenants on the third and first floors of this apartment were, like, just families or couples. Yeah. So, they were trying to make it all their frat members. So, sense. they finally got it down. They got, like, all their guys, suit like set up for like the right time that they wanted to do it and finally be like a full-on just operational frat house yeah but they again needed people that weren't in the frat to sign off on some of these leases so they could get by yeah and I, you know they finally pulled it off you could say and don't get me wrong the parties were cool sometimes like a lot I mean, of people really legal, show out legal, you know? yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean it is what it is but the only thing i really like i said had an issue with Mm-hmm. was just the way these guys were treating some of these girls, man. It was yeah. just disgusting. And I'm not even saying just, like, mm-hmm. your typical, like, oh, let's talk shit about girls. Let's just call them whatever. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I mean, like, getting physical with some of these girls yes, of in inappropriate yeah. ways. You know what I mean? Or, you know, giving somebody something, slipping something. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. I just, I can't wrap my head around how some people normalize that. Is that actually normalized? Yeah, dude, like, it's fucked up. And, like, I get it and, like... You know, no, it's like, fucked up, man. In a far-fetched situation, but just like in a frat house. Like, yeah, man. And the thing, the thing that really shocked me the most, man, was you know it was going down right around the time that shutdown Fiji was going down in like Colorado. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Yeah, I heard of like that. some guy was like abusing, like physically abusing women yeah. in one of these frat houses in like Nebraska or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and because of that, it was like spreading like outspread like nationwide protests at a lot of these frat houses they wanted to get these guys shut down on a lot of these allegations yeah. and so these i'm going to say for legal reasons were allegations of course but do you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i can tell you firsthand just from eyewitness accounts mm-hmm. myself um this stuff is really happening you know, yeah. you know this stuff is not something that people yeah. lie about some people would but I, this is that's very rare that a girl would lie about this stuff but mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, at least from my personal experience, this stuff was really happening. Really happening for real. And the, what shocked me about it was not only that it was happening, but the fact that these guys go out and try and get in front of it and defend their brothers from getting in trouble when they know Something's these guys, for a fact, are doing this stuff to girls. And that's what shocked me, you know? Because, like, I don't care where you stand politically, if you're right, if you're left, if you're neutral. I don't care. I don't think anybody can agree with, you know fucking up a girl like that you know what i mean no it's wrong you get what i'm saying it's wrong it's wrong right defending something like that really just sets an example of how low that person is yeah dude like like it shows what they value most what their character is like yes like to the extent of their character like i'm not gonna defend myself with this this is fine though this i'm okay still you can't be compromised no you're not okay you just like cross the line Yeah. yeah You so, can't do that shit. You have to defend and someone. they normalize it in their head, head and they think that it's all right. So to try and get in front of it, so we actually had our own protest at my university. I'm not going to say the name of yeah. it because, again, I'm not, I don't want to be whatever legally held accountable for any of that. But do you get what I'm saying? We had our own protest um, against you know some of the frats at our university just because we knew this for a fact yeah. was happening. We knew that it had been reported 
to the university, maybe mm-hmm. not the authorities, but the university, yeah. to get some of these guys to be held accountable for yeah, their actions, right? Responsible for and so guys. the university actually ended up covering it up, mm-hmm. too, and letting some of these guys graduate, walk across the graduation stage, You're even though they, didn't even they had... No. What the fuck? No. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying? Up. That's, and that's, that's negligence so on their part. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, I go, I'm not going to say the name, yeah, but don't, I don't. go to a majority female um, campus. So, like, mm-hmm. more than half. So, like, I would say about, it used to be when I was a freshman, like 72% women at mm-hmm. my university. Mm-hmm. Now it's more like 68, 64% women. Yeah. But it's still majority women on campus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, yeah. for a school wow. that no, yeah, it's pretty cool. But you get what I'm saying? All jokes aside. <laughs> For a majority women's school to cover up abuse against women, yeah. it's like, bro, this is most of the kids that go to school here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are girls. Mm-hmm. If we're going to cover up abuse from guys on the majority of the population mm-hmm. here, what the fuck does that say about the university? I mean, especially right? people in power at the university. Exactly. It's like, so what then, are you doing? Like, you're for them to cover this up, just let this happen. So then from this protest, we called out this fraternity. I'm not going to say the name again, but yep. we called out this fraternity specifically. We put screenshots of their Snapchat group chats mm-hmm. on posters. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we had such a big turnout. We had like almost... 600 people show out for the wow. protest. We shut down like the street. Wow. It was crazy. That is crazy. crazy. We had... Uh, reporters come out. We had news stations come out. We had so many people come out. Yeah, you know it was pretty amazing. Uh, so that was probably like the biggest thing we ever did. We like put on this protest for mm-hmm. you know uh, women's rights there or whatever. But against you know yeah. physical alle- uh, allegations against these fraternities. But one of their um, fraternity brothers was on student government, mm-hmm. um, and he was the chief justice mm-hmm. of student government. And the thing that really got him caught up with it was that he was the one in their group chat saying guys if you guys know any girls that can defend us if you guys know anybody that can speak on our behalf please tell them to do so i'm like dude are you serious right now we got you in 4k telling your brothers to get girls to lie for you to cover your ass in 4k bro that is that's why so then we sent this into the school he got before he got impeached he mm-hmm. quit before he got impeached. Uh, so at least it would look better on his record. Yeah, so it looked better on his record. But everybody, their fraternity Old president, yeah, basically, his, his fraternity president stepped down instead of getting again impeached. All these guys were real systematic about the way they were moving, but we yeah. got them. You know, we, we got them in 4K. You know, so there was no no hiding it. And now, you know, every time you talk to anybody on campus, they tell you, oh, again, I'm not going to say the name of the frat or the university, mm-hmm. but oh, stay right. away. From this frat, stay away from this house, mm-hmm. and don't go to any of these parties. Yeah, of course, because bad shit happens. You know, and the worst part was that you know after this whole happened, this one's in September of last year that we mm-hmm. this happened and all went down. But excuse me. So after this all had happened, people continued to get you know assaulted. Mm-hmm. Is the way I'm gonna word it. Yeah. At this fraternity's frat house, they continued to let this shit happen, and they continued to cover it up. So I just couldn't believe it, man. You know, after, and don't get me wrong, a lot of it is just, you know, a lot of people have to find out on their own. A lot of people have to do their own research, but it's just sad, you know, to see that we put so much work into trying to get these guys shut down Mm -hmm. and letting them know, hey, we're not going to let you get away with this shit anymore. Mm -hmm. And they continue to do it anyway. So it was just, you know, that to me, I think was the most shocking part of being in the fraternity. I don't, I can honestly say I didn't enjoy my time there. 
as much as you know someone would think oh i'm gonna really dig living at a frat house or whatever yeah it sucked man you know what i mean yeah. it sucked because mm-hmm. you know these guys are just assholes they're just assholes man mm-hmm. they'll pretend to be your friend and you know as soon as you speak out against them they're like hey bro what the fuck they turn it's interesting i don't is there like a sense of comfort on just like floating on your own what are they what are they hanging on to like it's like it's almost ironic they're in this group but yet when somebody's actually trying to be real you're telling me like it's almost like there's like that ooh icky like ooh goodies it's almost quite literally like yeah. that yeah yeah man they have no fucking sense of pride bro it's just well, they're, they're all spineless you know what i mean they're all spineless yeah. so when they're all spineless together they can at least gang up on you you know what yeah. I mean? so if you try to stand up to them it doesn't matter because they got a group of like 30 guys on you. you know what, yeah. mean? what are you going to do? Don't get me wrong. They're not like intimidating or some yeah. crazy strong yeah. guys. I mean, it's just like, it's a it's numbers game. It's serious. You know what I mean, it's know? a numbers like, game. They really got to make that decision and the choice they make yeah. is always like. It's you or them. So it's like, they're going to always wrong. choose them, you know? Mm. Well, on a, on a different note, other than just fraternities, what do you guys, what when you guys go anywhere, whether, whether it be like a new school or a new state or even just vacationing spots, what's like the big three things you like to do? Like, for me personally, whenever I go to a new state, the first thing I like to do is I go to see what kind of bars are around, I go to see what kind of tourist attractions are going on, and then I also try to see what kind of apparel, like, like clothing shops are yeah, going around. Yeah, I, I agree stuff. with those, you know, I go, we go see some sites, you know, let's go see the kind of nightlife that we have going on, mm-hmm. so some bars, yeah. some restaurants, some clubs, some clubs, and then the shopping, you know, let's go see what they got to offer in terms of those, like, clothes, you know what I mean, I love clothes, yeah. you know know which way about it i just like clothes you know what i mean so yeah. i like going to see especially atlanta That's hey, things, the drip. i'm not gonna lie to you i love okay. going to atlanta yeah. and just seeing how much drip they got and it's cheap here you know what i mean that's what i like about yeah. it here it's cheap way cheap we were talking about this on the way over here yeah, but yeah. everything is a lot cheaper here than it is in the north maybe even in florida you know what i mean it's so expensive back home i mean don't get me wrong there's a lot of spots yeah there's a good amount of spots in chicago to get yourself dripped out if you really want to but it's going to be way pricey. more pricey yeah, definitely it's going to be way definitely. more pricey even just your basics are going to be more pricey now, even if you really shops. go all yeah. out i'm going to say it's going to be like in the mid 200s i would say yeah. like if you really want to flesh out an absolute fit at like hollister yeah or even h&m believe yeah. it or not forever 21 it doesn't matter yeah it could be pack sun even yeah dude i'm telling you it's i will like, say like just matter. coming Please. from traveling a lot of different places when it comes to shops i like for, okay overseas everything's dirt cheap mainly because it's made there but the amount of inflation when you come to certain stores in america they rack that stuff up it's like tourist traps especially like even when okay when i went to go visit you a while ago the, the your mall compared to my mall the price difference was almost double on every exactly. single damn thing. I'm telling you, I'm not overreacting. Wait, wait, wait. So we went to an anime shop, right? Because we were checking out some like cool statues, kind of like what we got going on behind me. Oh, shout out to Aaron for giving me the freaking God of War statue. Like that thing is dope as hell. Like, did you even see that? Anyway, sorry, I was, I was getting off topic. But freaking, we went to an anime shop, right? Because I was trying to add some more statues to my collection. Swear to God, one of the statues I really wanted, a One Piece Luffy statue, was almost $160 when the exact same statue at North Point Mall in Georgia was literally only about maybe 85 at most the just and that's that's just an example for like gaming statues clothes same difference i walked into like a tommy hilfiger store in the mall and obviously name brand clones are going to be more expensive same with like harley davidson products and whatnot but when i walked in to go check out these clothes versus some of the clothes back here at the exact same stuff here it's like maybe 60 70 bucks for for a shirt uh, like a button-up shirt from from tommy hilfiger versus over there it's like 120 pushing 150 it's just Everywhere they they have different prices, which 
which is why honestly a lot of, a lot of the time I stick to like Amazon online shopping just because you're able to control a little, a little yeah. bit more of what price fluc fluctuates you can find so you can get better coupons and deals and shit. Oh yeah. But what's what's the prices look like in Chicago? Like like just if you could mm -hmm. guess because I know it's pretty expensive to live up there as is. I can't imagine what the trip and what like the food alone is going to cost. Just because oh, food is expensive. Name brand state. Most of my money honestly goes to alcohol. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, not in a good way. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not like telling people to drink. I'm not trying to push for it. But yeah. I'm just being honest. Like mm -hmm. in college up there, most of my money goes towards alcohol, uh, cover fees for clubs, yeah. you know, bar, you know, whatever, and food. Those are gonna be the things that you're gonna be buying the most of. Because, you know, we yeah. go out a lot, we go out to eat a lot, yeah. we go out to clubs a lot, we go out to bars a lot. I try not to buy clothes when I'm back home, excuse me. Unless they're from a thrift store and there's like a sale or there's like, no, and I love thrift, I love thrifting, man, because I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't like buying clothes from the mall because I feel like they're going to be way more expensive. For real though. I'd rather secondhand it, you know what I mean? I'd rather hit up the Goodwills, the fucking, what is it called? Salvation Armies, you know, the local mom and pop thrift stores because they're going to be cheaper. They're going to be running a lot of deals. Yeah. Not only that, but it's more, you know, if you're, you're believing in like sustainability, it's just more sustainable, but not only that, but there's going to be just cooler pieces. I feel like I go to the mall these days, I'll go to Zoomies, I'll go to fucking Paxson, I'll go to Tilly's, you know, those regular spots that I used to shop as, as a kid, you know, and there's some of the clothes are just gross as hell, man. I'll go to Urban Outfitters and I love Urban Outfitters. I'm not going to lie to you. They have some of the best clothes, but they used to have like Stussy. You know, at Urban Outfitters, they don't carry Stussy anymore. Zoomies used to have Stussy. What's up with the odd, cons weird, new, consistent brands? Right, what is this? Virginia all of them, all out of, yeah. out of nowhere. They're, they're out of, like, the, 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 the look of it all. I'm sick of, like, not being able to find my favorites, right? Yeah. I used to go to, like, Zoomies, and you can get Stussy. You could get fucking all the cool, like, older, like, you get Element. Mm -hmm. You could get, like, Volcom clothes. Now you can't get any of that. Mm -hmm. You get, like... Primitive, whatever the fuck primitive is. You yeah. get like yeah. Empire. Yes. You get I'm gonna interject. I fucking have a bone to pick with Virginia Rock shit. And oh, here's, here's why. It is the most basic ass Teddy Fresh. Teddy oh Fresh. God. Bullshit. I, you could get Don't a start. you could get a middle schooler to draw that on a shirt and they're like, yo, that's gold. We're gonna sell that. Yo, we're gonna upcharge. Oh, cookies? Cookies? Don't oh give me start on stupid cookies. I'm so sick of the like, where did we start losing our creativity uh, modern brands? Oh rip and yeah. I miss the days when you get Odd Future Wolfgang. Yeah. You yeah. get Ben Trill. You could get like all oh those God, crazy Odd clothes. Odd Future, yeah. like back in the day. I like that. Wolfgang. Oh like, yeah. That stuff was actually legit. You get like decent vans. Truck, Don't get me wrong. Zoomies now is finally starting to carry cooler shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But crappier clothes. Yeah. So, like, unless you're going to go there for like... shoes, I wouldn't even go to Zoomies. I don't even go to Zoomies anymore. Unless you don't have a girlfriend and you're like maybe trying to pick <laughs> yeah. up, you're trying to hit on like the cute girl that works at Zoomies. Because oh, yeah. like the girls that work at Zoomies, man, I'm not going to lie to you. Shout out to all the girls, non-binaries, whatever you guys identify as. No offense to anybody. Like, you guys are fine as fuck, man. Yeah. Shorties are fine. Hey, yo, hit, hit up hit up Aaron Ballin on Instagram. He's, he's, here, he's here every week on Wednesday. The girls at Zoomies are fine, bro. You're not going to lie to me and tell me they're not. 
I honestly, here's the thing though. I don't shop in Zoomies, and here's why. Not just because of the clothing. It's mainly. I don't shop there either. Just go in there and talk to the shorty sometimes, you know? I, I was about to say, I, I like to go to Express Mint. Now, now hear me out. Express Mint I like is Express. Fuck, I get my basics from have Express. Have you seen some of their sweaters? They're some of those good. sweaters and turtle. Like, I'm not even a turtle like, dude, but I'm like, man. Some of those sweaters, I could honestly feel like I would rock. But then I look at the price tag, and I'm like, no, that's just going to rock my bank account. I can't fucking No, my that. parents, you know, before they got, before COVID, before they started working from home, <laughs> you know, just to wear just business casual because they yeah. go into their offices mm-hmm. and stuff, they always got their suits and, like, my mom, her tops, her dress pants. Yeah. They were had, like, a catalog subscription to Express. Yeah. So I used to get a lot of just my basics, like, T-shirts like a nicer pants, maybe whatever. Maybe a button-up for Sundays. Maybe a button-up for Sundays mm-hmm. from Express. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, like, swear by Express. Express is legit. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, like it only fits so many categories, right? Yeah. If you're talking about just wearing daily, everyday clothes. Especially in the know. summertime with how hot it yeah, is. Yeah, with how hot, especially down here. Mm-hmm. I'm always going, like, board shorts, commando. You know, it's yeah. like, there that's you how, you know what I mean? There you go. I'm going especially right living now. in, living like in. 12 pairs of yeah. swim shorts in my gym. Always, always. They're basic. And the thing is, in Chicago, I go to school in the north side. Again, not going to say what school, but yeah. you guys can probably figure it out um, if you're from there. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. On the north side, the beach is like 10 minutes away, walking distance. Yeah. So I'm always in the board shorts because I'm going to go down to the beach, I'm going to get in the water, come out, you know, just to cool down a little bit, and I'm going to be dry in like five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So always got to have the board shorts. Always got to have the little string, drawstring bag, you know, with the sandals, the flip-flops, the slides, whatever you want to call them in there. Maybe an extra pair of socks. Yeah. Maybe, so, well, no, for sure some sunscreens. You're going to need it. And then, you know, just a bottle of water, you know, whatever booze you're sneaking into the beach that day. And yeah. Call it a day. You know, that's the life. In the summertime, that's all you need. Maybe a button-up, nice button-up. Yeah. Or a tank yeah. top. And you're good to go. You're Maybe set some shades. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Beach, dude. Oh, yeah. Some sunnies. Some sun- Gotta have a sunny. Oh, yeah. Sure, a cap. Sure. You know, what is back your like beach routine? Absolutely. Like when you first step foot on the beach, everyone's got oh, a You routine. gotta get settled down. You gotta get the towels spread out. Okay. You gotta get the drinks. Always the drinks. Are you a speaker guy or are you like headphones? Okay, so I'm gonna break it down for you guys. What is in my beach bag? Yeah. What is gonna be in your duffel or whatever you So we got. The speaker, the portable speaker. Always. Usually my JBL Charge 3 because it's a battery. Okay. And okay. a speaker, just in case my phone dies. Yeah. A charger, in case somebody needs a charger. Yeah. My portable bank anyway, just in case. That's mm-hmm. not enough. Yeah. Two towels. Okay. My slides, an extra pair of socks, a water bottle. All right. One bottle of sunscreen, if not two, just in case. Because mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend used to always like be on my ass about reapplying every 30 minutes. Yeah. And trust me, it sounds like a pain in the ass. It's reapplying thirty every thirty minutes. You have to, have to, have to. Otherwise, you fry. Otherwise, you fry. And then some sunnies. That is what is in my beach bag. Like you need. Those are the essentials. Okay. You need to have. What about you, Jackson? What's your What's rocking your your that freaking like nice leather bag you usually carry? The coach bag or whatever. Do you bring that to the beach or do you bring something else? I just bring a drawstring bag. Drawstring bag. Okay. Yeah. What, what would you put in your drawstring bag? Because I mean, you, you like to live simple, simple yet efficient. What, uh, what would you What would you normally be rocking? I have on me my phone, my keys, my wallet, mm-hmm. my swim shorts, my Crocs or Sperry's. Okay. No socks if they're Crocs, no socks, Sperry's. Yep. And my button-up Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And my bag, I only have instant bronzer, tanning spray. Okay. I think towel. Yeah. Stogie pack for cigar. Okay. And cash on me, of course. I make a stop at Wells Fargo on my way. Okay. 
Okay. Unfortunately, the last trip to the beach, I made a horrible mistake. I remember I had that. Never in my life. Oh, yeah. I ever had a horrible sunburn in my life. Yeah, I remember. Oh, my word. Was he that freaking, terrible. Oh, okay. So I had one too many Hawaiian iced teas. And you just passed bar, right? out and you were gone. Like two cigars, right? Yeah. And I had a good time. I was perfectly conscious. I don't know what it was. I, I Hell, I set out my towel and mm-hmm. my speaker and everything. I put on sunscreen once, though. And I fell asleep around like 12 until the sun went down out in the middle of the beach laid out. Yeah. He was like he was so red I could have swore he was advertising as a Coca-Cola can. He was like I couldn't sit still. My body was just doing that like I just got those surges of pain in my chest. He looked like he was like I didn't know what to do with my body. I was in so much pain. Somebody deep fried him into No, definitely that. If I'm with my girlfriend like def- we applied there every 30 yeah, minutes. I exactly. wish, I, wish yes. I did that. Dude. I wish I put it on before. And you know what I do? I set up a timer, something as lame as that sounds. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to. But For me, I usually carry around a... Whenever I... You don't, don't trust the sun, dude. It's oh, never. It hates the you. The sun is yeah. your worst enemy. It hates you. It's relentless and ruthless. You don't want to trust it. I'm, I'm more of a, like, the kind of guy... I go I like going to the beach in rainy weather. Like in Taiwan, hear me out. I, so I, I was a huge, huge surfer. Sometimes but, you can, but the thing is, at least for me, yeah. going in the city... Mm-hmm. Thunder is always ever present, and so I don't want to get my ass fried. Well, I mean, not maybe, maybe, then I, I might just like taking the risk. You know what I'm stupid, saying? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, growing up, you know. Oh, sorry, back I'm home sorry. we had a real quick side yeah. note. Back home at my house, we had a pool in mm-hmm. Chicago. We had a pool, grounding pool. Yeah. And whenever it starts to rain, it's run inside, bro. It's oh, yeah, not worth yeah, it. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Same it's thing like with the beach. in Florida, dude. I don't know what that's about. I mean, people just keep swimming if it moves someplace. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's the same way. Like, okay, in Taiwan. Every other day it rains, but it doesn't always thunder. Uh, now there or lightning. Most of the time it's just it's just raining, and occasionally we'll be like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a hurricane or a typhoon off the coast. However, believe it or not, those are, hey, hear me out. Hey, I know it sounds crazy, but those are my favorite times to go because the waves are massive. There was one that I I managed on my board to catch a 13 foot wave. Now it was the best ride of my life, on, like at the beach. I mean, I went from like like I want to say maybe maybe four hundred feet out all the way back in right right all the way onto the shore. And it was it was the be- most beautiful coast. <coughs> anyway, what I, was try- what I was trying to say was with my bag. What I usually carry with me to the beach is I always carry a speaker. I picked up a uh, a Marshall's portable speaker just because I've always I've, I'm okay. Marshall's no, no offense to them. Their bigger speakers suck. They're absolutely garbage. I tried using one of those things. I was like, this is the most bullshit Bluetooth connection. But their portable one's actually really nice and super loud. So I usually like carrying that with me. I'll try to keep maybe, if, if depending on how much I want to carry, usually I try to carry like mediocre. I'll carry a small cooler, and in it I'll have one bottle of liquor that I'm hiding, obviously. Keep trying to keep it down. Or if I'm not wanting to go that excessive, carry a little flask, maybe some whiskey. I'm more of a bourbon guy, so like I like to I like to usually carry more of the spicy beach? side. Jesus. I know, I know. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it sounds stupid. That's too much. Bro. Every now and then. Bourbon whiskey is too heavy. Every no. now and then, though. I'll, I'll rock You're going to get hot. You're going to get sweaty. You start getting those bourbon-y, Swiss-y sweats. No, hey, gross, you, what, yeah. the only it's other option is I usually like, gross, like going bro. for like Bombay. Go sapphire. for something light. Like, no, no, you're still going. Uh, you're going for hard liquor. Okay, okay but I'm at that That's my go-to. That's not too wild, right? No, that feels chill. It depends on what bottle. You know, grab a grab yourself grab yourself a tall boy. I even I'd even opt for beer. I even offer for a beer. Okay, yeah, okay. See, I sip on an IPA while yeah. walking on the yeah, beach. Absolutely, hey, bro. You know, That's what I said. Go to your local. Well, they don't do this here in Georgia, but yeah. in every bodega, every mm-hmm. corner store yeah. in Chicago, they sell tall boy liquor. You know what I mean? So okay. grab yourself a tall boy. Grab oh, yourself Mike an IPA. Mike Ike's is or not Mike. I mean, that's fine, but you're saying that still won't get you. Walking down the strip. Nah. 
You know what I mean? So you can't yeah. you can't get fucked up off of one mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that you're trying yeah. to, but let's say you're no, with your friends. No, not the wine cooler stuff. No, dude. No wine cooler. No, no wine cooler. Okay. Just grab yourself one tall boy. Grab yourself maybe a six pack. Split it with your friends. You know, yeah. you're gonna be fine after one or two beers. And you always gotta have like uh, for me extra sunscreen because I, I burn like that. It takes me ten minutes outside. Even right now, like if I ride a tank top on my motorcycle to work, which is yeah. only about fifteen minutes away, I my arms are bloodshot. Yeah. Like I'm gone. I'm red as hell. You always carry on a bottle of water because that's a yeah, necessity. One hundred percent. Always try to wear your slides and, and yeah. depending on oh, uh, if you're yeah. a backpack or not, always maybe have an extra pair of shoes so if you could rinse off your feet afterwards, so you don't have to have the sand rubbing up on your heels. I'm well, no, I'd say I'd say just cover the slides. Slides, no socks. Fair extra enough. pair of socks in the backpack. That's why I said that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, for us in Chicago, at least in the public beaches, yeah. there's like a little station. There's a shower station. Or mm-hmm. you, they even have a little bottom attachment where you just wash off your feet. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty I, sweet. I'm like the guy that'll get sand in my sperries and I'll just like literally be walking to work the next day in the same sperries yeah. I did the beach in with sand. No, and I'm, I'm the same way. I don't mind it. Like sometimes I'll just, all. I'll go to the beach in my Jordans and I'll have like the sand in the Jordans. You know, you yeah. Don't care. But, you know, sometimes when you're like, it's a dedicated day. Okay. You're making a okay. plan of it. You know what I mean? That's why I said the bag is different when yeah. your girlfriend comes with. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. yeah, okay. your girlfriend comes with, she's going to bring like a, a fucking charcuterie board. She's going to bring <laughs> some <laughs> wine. No, it's going to be a date. It's, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah. totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you're going with your friends. Totally different from when you're just going with your girlfriend. Yeah. Totally different from when you're going with a group of your friends and your girlfriend. It all depends who you're going with. But I'm saying the daily beach bag. Okay, it's so just the essentials, bag. just the essentials, just the basics. Yeah. Okay. And I'm always that the guy sense. with the speaker because, like, my friends, yeah. they don't have like the best music taste. They don't have shitty music taste. Yeah. They don't have like of such yeah. a very like. Course, I make like I curate music to be specific for specific situations. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm always gonna be playing the same shit everywhere I go. Yeah, I got the special playlist for every event. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's what that's how we do it. And so that's why I'm always I always gotta be on aux. You know, yeah. that's one of the things I always gotta be on aux because different moods call for different you know different occasions call for different moods. You know what I mean? So it's always gotta be just right. But yeah. no, totally different. Depends on where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But just the and and the thing is for the summer too, living so close to the beach over there, always have the bag packed up and ready to go. Oh, for sure. Because the guys, even though they were shitty shitty people to live with, they were always wanting to go to the beach. Yeah. Always wanting to go to the beach. So whether it was playing, um, you know, beach volleyball or, you know, hacky sack or frisbee or fucking, um, what is it called? What is that game where there's like a little trampoline for the ball and spike ball? We're playing spike ball, whatever, whatever we're doing. So you always have to have the bag ready to go on like a chair or like in the corner of your room. Mm -hmm. And it was always packed and ready to go for me. That's dope. You know, it was such a daily occurrence, mm-hmm. whether it was going to the beach in the middle of the day or the mid-afternoon or sometimes at night. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, always we, have it packed, you know, yeah. Yeah. always got to have it, always have it ready. Awesome. And I'm sure you do, I'm sure you do just living in Florida and stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Always got to have the bag ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's always that singular bottle of tanning spray. And if I ran out, I have absolutely no problem paying 15, 18 bucks. It doesn't matter. If I need another bottle, I need another bottle. Yeah. And I just, like, rely on that brand. Yeah. yeah. Always, always. I think it's, like, Hawaiian Tropical. Yeah. But, like, really good. I, I don't know what it is. I think it just has just enough SPF in it because it's not really a sun... It's not sunscreen. It's yeah. just tanning bronzer. But, like, it has just enough SPF in it to, to keep, keep you from burning. Yeah. Burning, so but, no, dude, definitely, like, in the summer, 
love the beach any anywhere you are it doesn't even have to be chicago anywhere you are just get out there you know what i mean it's yeah. really nice to be outside mm-hmm. i know this guy's always inside playing fucking video games and shit that i can't help myself i mean you, know what I mean? you gotta get out there i will say i've always been more of the indoor person but it wasn't until recently that i started experimenting like going out some like i i, I for the first time in my life i actually enjoy hiking and a lot of that okay. was mainly because the where'd North, you go uh the oh what's the not rope mill there's um they filmed the hunger games there <laughs> what um, my brother's like like That's whispering so over us. Hear me out. So, okay, there's a there's one scene from the Hunger Games where they started doing that whistle like down by the river or something, and I started hiking that more because it's it's an actual enjoyable view. Now I used to hate hiking. I hate the outdoors. I always have. I'm an indoors. This man grows up in Taiwan. Talks about. Typhoons. I know. I like. I like. Before you start hating, let me, let me explain to you. This. In Taiwan, I love I going outside when it's raining. Even in Georgia, I will love. I will go party in the rain hard all the time or stormy weather. I just don't like the sunshine, which is why even going to the beaches, I don't like going to the beach when the sun's out. I like going okay. in the rain. Now, don't get me wrong. If all my friends are like, "Hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go when it, the sun's out," I'm not gonna be the one party pooper says no. But if I have my way or my preference, I will only ever go to the beach when it is pouring rain, like like so hard that I'm just able to just sit there in the rain, just like I don't know, just in fun, just like have a, have a blast in the rain. I used to um, there was one time that. I went uh, in the rain. That I was with a group of my friends in Taiwan. My brother was there. We were all just hanging out, and we were all while while it was in the middle of the rain. We tried to build the biggest sandcastle as we could with the wet sand, and try to see like which one was gonna get like totally washed away as quick as possible. And um, also, there's a one thing I like doing, especially with stormy weather, is it brings the fish out, so they start getting stirred up like crazy. Yeah. They, they'll start jumping out of the water. So if you want to either go fishing in the rain or even just go like snorkeling or scuba diving. You can. There's a lot more fish that kind of the 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 constant water motion gets them all stirred up and they get excited. So you get to see more like crazy kinds of fish. I used to see a lot of like sea urchins and a couple squids that would be like roaming around down there <laughs> in this in the in the coral That's because crazy. the 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 cold. I don't think I've ever seen animals like that in the wild. Squids. Yeah. It's a lot of. Fun. I've never really seen a lot of fish in the ocean, dude. Yeah, it depends on where you go. Because I mean, think about it though. You you have like clear water. Clear water is a public beach, so there's so many people there. All the fish are scared away, and there's also oh, there's, every there's no coast coral. though. Yeah. True. I mean, but it also, it kind of depends I mean, on I don't think I've ever seen a fish, even in lakes, because it's so heavily trafficked, you know, yeah. Yeah. by boats or people or, yeah. you there's know, a lot of movement jet skis. The most I've seen are snakes and alligators, dude. Well, yeah, a lot I mean, of alligators in Florida, but, like, besides that, just snakes, dude. Yeah. It's I mean, remember, gators. they need coral to hide in. I've never even seen a that. dead shark on this, uh, the really? shore. No. You've never seen no. a dead shark on the No, I've never even seen a damn Bro, shark's we, tooth. We were, I kept finding them as a kid. I'd be like, shark's tooth, shark's yeah. tooth. And my parents would be like, no, that's not a shark's tooth. <laughs> it's there, frustrating. There was one time me and my brother, I, we I were... I seen none of it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm yeah. not blind. Oh, dolphins. Oh, see yeah. dolphins a lot oh, in the distance. Speaking. Those are cool. The little... Bro, let me tell you, you know, something crazy about dolphins. Like you're... Have either of you ever been to Thailand? Not not Taiwan, Thailand. Oh my, oh my god, okay. this guy. I, I gotta tell you this. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. It's it better is. than the American no, 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 Let me tell you one thing about it. There's this one place it's called so Do- Dolphin Cove. Dolph- I swear to god, they have pink, gray, and blue dolphins. That's where, and the, that's pink- where the dolphins go to hump. Yeah, they do. They they start clapping. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But they got Smurfs. They, too, I right? swear to God, they have the most beautiful. They got dolphins. fairies. They got like leprechauns. They got everything. Yeah. Like, okay, you think I make this? I'm serious. Go look it up. Dolphin Cove in Thailand. It, we, there's like a whole Dolphin little, Cove. It sounds like an amusement park in the middle of Florida. Think of it more like this. It's more of like a tourist <laughs> tourist attraction, just because of where it's located. It's it's almost like vacation home style. But there there's these two islands, right? There's Aaron, just the, pay for both our tickets. Yeah, to yeah. Fly yeah sure. Let me just throw all my non-existent college funds and be like, hey, let me, 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 let
love it. You just got. You just got. You can't. You guys can't see it. This motherfucker just got like a three thousand dollar PC. Don't tell my mom. I took out a credit loan for that. I I took, dude, there's no need for this shit, man. True. This guy, this guy could be living in a dorm, I could with be. with all the shorties, all the homies. I just I spend all it up, my money on gaming. Equipment. Living it up, the college experience, and here he is, just kind of. And you know, but this is this is my comfort level. I mean, everyone's got their own little comfort. Like what makes them happy? I like no, to, no, I don't blame you. I, I like this. It's cool. It's dope. It's dope. Me and just, sports like, and organization. I feel like you're connect. missing a part of your like not childhood but early adulthood. I'm fine. Hiding away in your. Hey, I'm getting business. out there. Doing something like this is social. Like, I'm, I'm starting to open up my like, show. Are you ready to move out? Yeah, I was going to say, ready? Right? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. And he says he's prepared. Like, I, only, I believe I only, it. I only see my parents maybe like one to two months out of the year. Is that hard for you though? Like, especially with being like doing Oh, no, I miss I love you my parents. You learn to But you learn to become yeah, your own person. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You learn to become your own person. I've talked to his parents, man. They want this guy out just as much as we do. So yeah, they're getting annoyed at me because yeah, I, yeah. I like, I'm the kind of guy who like deliberately walks by my dad and crop dusts him just for fun. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, so other than that, you know nah. what I mean, though. Like, yeah, you, no, yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta detach. You gotta get out there, bro. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love my parents to death. I would love to have them live in the suburbs where we used to live in Chicago and visit them every weekend. Yeah. But it's nice to be away from them and have my own space yeah. and be my own person and do my own thing without like. Oh shit! I'm gonna be in late. My parents are gonna get pissed off at yeah. how much noise I'm making. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in late, and they're gonna do this. They're gonna judge me on how much I drink. They're gonna do. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's good to just be on my own with the homies. Yeah. See yeah, them maybe every other month or when they come out to visit me and stuff like that. But yeah. I do miss them. Get me wrong, I love them. But when I come home, I get sick of being at my house. Not the city. Not hanging out with you guys. Yeah. But just at my house, like within a couple days. All right. Mm-hmm. And now love my parents. Just, oh, we gotta jump into the final questions because yeah. we're starting to run low on time. The last question I want to ask you guys, when it comes to specifically traveling, if you were able to pick one place, wherever you want to go, just for a vacation, to be able to relax and have fun, what would you choose and why? Japan. You would go to Japan. Why, yeah. why, why is that? I love Japan, bro. Um, just the culture. Don't get me wrong. I know they hate foreigners, but I'm not there to stay. You know, I'm just there visiting. Yeah. Well, it depends um, on where you go. There's some places well, that yeah, are a little more yeah. accepting. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't blame them for being that way. I'm yeah. just saying that's just how it is. Um... But, you know, definitely want to check it out. Definitely want to get my hand on some older video games, Japanese consoles. Oh, yeah. Those Japanese exclusives. You know, um, just like kind of like wrap myself in the culture, you know, kind of mm-hmm. become a little bit of it. Um, take a little bit away, you know, learn something new from a new place and just, mm-hmm. you know, really wrap myself in it. Right? Yeah. Like wrap myself in the experience. So, yeah. What about you, Jackson? Where would you go and why? If you could go anywhere in the world, just name one place. Well, I wanted to visit Russia for the longest time, but okay. then the Russian-Ukraine conflict started, and now yeah. I'm like... Well, let's say this was like, still, like five I, years I ago. Got, like, still I, I, I got definitely an interest in that stuff, okay. though. Like, the Soviet Empire stuff was cool. Yeah. I always liked, like, U.S. history yeah. and stuff growing up in high school. That was that was really cool. Okay. Learning about, like, the Cold War and what Russia was actually doing, a lot of it was mass hysteria, ironically. But for the longest time, like, seriously, yeah. I looked up to Putin, like, I looked up to Donald Trump, ironically. Then that whole collision happened, then politically. Yeah. Like, I'm dead serious. I really liked Russia for the longest time. Oh, yeah. But then this whole thing happened, and I just yeah. feel like i got to just cut the ties with something that I really like. Yeah. I'm thinking for me, I probably, if I could choose one place and why... I honestly want to go to Iceland and see a lot of like the the Nordic and the Vikings Viking stuff, and also go skiing there because or snowboarding. I just I feel like especially with all the the I don't know the name of them, but those really pretty green lights that are in the sky. I would love to be able to have that kind of that kind of like 
Arctic icy experience and also see some of the history. Aurora Borealis? That's the one. That's the name I could not remember. Oh. I want to see that and see a lot of just, I mean, I've seen photos of Iceland and like not just the Viking history, but actually just the mountainsides. It just looks beautiful and immaculate, pure white, pristine. You've got the black rocks and everything. It looks like the coolest place in the world to go for like, like, a, like a winter vacation for snowboarding. Plus, I've also heard that the bars there are like out of this world, like all like borderline Scotland or Ireland level good. So for me, that's I would I would want to go there, but anyway, we're running out of time. That's gonna we're gonna start wrapping up the podcast now. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming. This is the special Fourth of July fourth episode of the podcast. Haha, four four. But it's our special starring our guest Jackson Sutek and my co-host Aaron Ballin. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, Wednesday we're gonna get back to our regular podcast schedule at nine p.m. Uh, this coming Friday we've got a live stream again for gaming uh, at eleven p.m. And later tonight, depending on how things go, we're going to just, you know, try to get this uploaded as quick as possible so you guys can start checking it out, those of you who are not currently watching. But once again, thank you guys so much. It's been a blast having you all. And thank you for those who've already been sending in donations and buying our merchandise. For those of you who don't know where it's at, it is under our Twitch bio at Taiwan underscore Prodigy. You can see the, both links for the merchandise and donations in, in the description below. And as well as our schedule and for any any news updates we usually post on Instagram at Taiwan underscore prodigy or on Twitter so just keep a, all the links for those are both in Instagram and Twitch just keep your eyes out keep your ears open hey tell your friends about us we're here every week and we would love to hear from you we'd love to hear your feedback as well as maybe even have some more guest people come on the show but anyway thank you guys so much again for coming it's been a blast